gun line, gun line, gun line. Fire mission coming down, y'all. It's your host, Lopez, and you're listening to the Under Gun Line podcast, where we shoot the shit like we did in the past. So go on and pop a squat, y'all, because it's about to get hot. And I'm not even kidding about that. Um, dude, this is the intro to a podcast I was doing earlier um, with Hunt. It's the 200th episode, by the way. And um, we were just having a discussion about how the destruction of the traditional American household or traditional nuclear family, the destruction of that has now not only destroyed male uh, masculinity, but also how it's trickling down into our military. That's where the conversation was going to be. Um, it went, we talked about it for a bit and then we went on to the TikTok live and um, yeah, enjoy. That's all I can say. Uh, go ahead and enjoy that, that this episode. Um, it was a good conversation. I'll say that, you know, it was interesting to hear someone else's point of view and um, their, where they were coming from with it, you know? So here's what I'll say about it because I didn't get to say much. Well, I did get to say, but it didn't stay on the topic that I wanted it to. Um, the destruction of the, of the, you know what? I'll probably save that for a different day. How about that? Uh, I want to hear what you guys have to say, but I think that the destruction of the nuclear family, the traditional American family, the traditional family, you know, mother, father, siblings, you know, um, that has led to a downfall of, you know, uh, what American males would be seen as, you know, they become sissy boys. I don't want to say all of them, but it's become acceptable now. And if you try to correct them from being little sissy boys, you're looked at as being toxic. So, and I want to know what your opinion is on that, if I'm wrong, and also how that um, is affecting the American military. You know, um, what are your thoughts on that? Because my thoughts are that it's, it's not cool, man. I mean, the military, yeah, everybody should be able to try for it. But not everybody's going to make it. You have to have a specific type of mentality. And if you don't, you ain't going to make it. But now it's okay to let them slip through the cracks. Now, anyways, you know, that's where I wanted to go with it. But it didn't get to go there. Let me know what y'all think. And hit me up on the comments, the DMs over at on the gunline at gmail.com. And um we'll we'll talk about it for episode 201 next week on Tuesday for your midweek memo. All right. I'm gonna stop rambling on here. Again, thank you for 200. Make sure y'all go visit Red Leg Custom Woodworks. The man gets down. The man gets down with his artillery rounds. And um, yeah, man, go check out at least go check out the website, redlegcustomwoodworks.com. You know, maybe there's other stuff on there that he can do. He is 
very gifted and talented. You know what I'm saying? So definitely check them out. And then also I want to give a shout out to my homeboy over in Vider, Texas, and they're called Jimmy Nicks. It's a Southeast Texas food trailer where they specialize in award-winning barbecue. All right. And um, you can find them out there in Vider. So I have it as 105 Sergeant, and that's in Vider, Texas. So if you're around that area, make sure y'all go check it out. Great barbecue. There's nothing better than Texas fucking barbecue, y'all. So go check them out. And it's not that they're sponsored because they're not. They're just veteran um, veteran businesses that support me. So I'm going to support them as well. You know what I'm saying? It's just how we do it here. So with that being said, enjoy the episode. Because, oh, my God. Wakanda forever. Wakanda forever, y'all. I'll just say that. Catch y'all on the gun line, y'all. Hey, gun line, gun line, gun line. Fire mission coming down, y'all. You're listening to episode number 200 of the Under Gun Line podcast, where we shoot the shit like we did in the past. So go on and pop a squat because it's about to get hot. We on that gun line now. As always, I got my brother from another mother who's another color, my boy Lee Hunt. He didn't do the blessing for us, so I'll do it. And today is Easter Friday, Good Friday. You know, uh, we're worried about rabbits and stuff like that, and uh, you know, laying eggs. But uh, what's going on, Hunt? How you doing today, brother? Oh man, it's a beautiful day. Happy Good Friday to everybody out there. Yes, you know, got to put that out. Make sure y'all set y'all's moon water out this tomorrow. It's okay. a peak moon. Set your moon water out. Especially those that listened to the last episode, y'all know what he's talking about. If you don't know what he's talking about, go back and listen to episode one ninety nine. It might open your mind. Yeah. A little anyway, um, speaking of Easter, um, were there any traditions regarding Easter you grew up with at all as a kid? Yeah, man. One of my favorite traditions actually was uh, with my grandma, man. We used to always watch the Ten Commandments back in the day. Oh, word. Uh, that and we, you know, did the egg thing and everything, you know, diet eggs and all that good stuff. But definitely watching Ten Commandments. That's still matter of fact, I might even watch that Sunday. I feel you. I feel you. I had our tradi- I had traditions as well, but it was more around the Christmas time. We would watch The Sound of Music. It was my mom's favorite movie back in the day. I don't know what the hell The Sound of Music has to do with Christmas, but my mama would watch it. I think she just liked hearing fucking people sing. But, um, you know, this has brought me to, uh, to start thinking about it. I was thinking about it earlier during the week uh, while I was sitting in line waiting to pick up my daughter. And, um... Do you recall ever hearing about the traditional nuclear family? When you yes, I do, man. I've heard a lot about the traditional family, and you know, I have my opinions on it as well as I'm sure you do. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's define a nuclear family according uh, to my knowledge. Because uh, by the way, y'all, this is uninformed opinions coming from me. I don't Google shit. The one that Google's is not here. That's uh, Urena. And he'll he'll be back either next week or the following. So this is going to be uninformed opinions, just our opinions of what we know. So to me, the nuclear family, the way I was, um, the way I understand it is, um, you know, your mom, your dad, and two and a half kids. I don't know where the half comes from. No, is that? But mom, dad, kids. You know what I mean? Traditional Mm -hmm. at home. Both of them there. Dad works. Mom's a traditional housewife 
or stay-at-home mother, you know. And um, it seems that, you know, speaking of something like that nowadays can be viewed as something negative. Uh, now, it, do we have the same idea of what a, a nuclear family is? Yeah, for the most part, yeah, that's what I think a nuclear family is, too. And I think you're absolutely right. In today's society, that is looked down upon, man. And it's Cam Newton just got in trouble for something like that. And that's what's crazy, man. Who did? Cam Newton. Word? Yeah, everybody made a big fuss because he was like, no, man, like, this is what I want as a, as a traditional family. And, like, they were calling him a sexist pig and all this other stuff. But he was like, he was like, you can't cook, you can't clean. Like, why do I need you here? But it was it was the way, you know, in today's society, it came across very sexist and this, that, and the third. And it was like it was subjecting women only to being the role of somebody that cooks, cleans, and, you know, take cares. Not like, you know, a woman having her own opinion, voicing and her voice mattering inside the relationship. But that's the way these people took it. You know, so while I was sitting in the car waiting to pick my daughter up, um, the, the question that came to my head and um, that I had, and are, are we live on that other place? Mm -hmm. So yeah. the question that I had was, has the destruction of the nuclear family led to a view of traditional masculinity being seen as toxic or antiquated? Now, when I say traditional masculinity, I think about um, our superheroes, not superheroes, our action heroes back in the day. Schwarzenegger, Wesley Snipes, Bruce Willis, you know, mean looking, well, you know, fellas. And I'm trying to keep my, uh, just for y'all to know, I'm trying to keep my bad words limited. So with that being said, I mean, now it's not, now it's like uh, they look more effeminate, if that makes sense. And why, what, what, what has led to the destruction of the nuclear family is my question. I don't know, but it, it really has. It, it And it's a shame that there is that destruction. And now anytime that like people like me or you talk about it, we're seen as being toxic or we're seen as not believing in women's rights and that women have rights, but it's not that. Uh, somebody said, man, and it was very important. When a woman submits to a man, the man has no power. The man has zero fucking power. And, and it really blew my mind. It's like, that's exactly right. Because, like, that woman has all the power at that point. So and it's crazy that people don't understand that. Here's the thing. Like, I guess to me, I think about it like different, uh, different people had different roles. All right. So, you know, the in the nuclear family or my understanding of it is dad went to work mom stayed at home does that make her less than him no they both have different roles because i'll tell you what um being a stay-at-home parent is a fucking 24-hour job excuse my language is a is a 24-hour job you know what i mean it never ends you know you're cooking you're cleaning you're laundrying you know what i'm saying so i don't know when that became a bad thing to want something traditional now for if Cam Newton saying that he wants a traditional nuclear or a traditional family, first of all, if you guys aren't hooking up with him, why are you even tripping on him? That's obviously that he's not going to want you. You know, 
And if he wants a specific type of woman that then what's wrong with the woman, you know, being like, Hey, I'll, I'll be with you. I love you. And I'll take care of the house. You just worry about you going to do you, you know what I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it seems like in today's society, and this is what's crazy. It's like, if you're a man, you're not allowed to have an opinion about women, about nothing. Right. But women are allowed to have their opinion and to just bash men and say, no, this is this is the standard. This is what I want. It has to be six feet tall, has to be 200 pounds. And then it's like, OK, ladies, that's fine and dandy. But when you make your statement like that, one, like you said, is it's ultimately destroying the nuclear family because you're trying to just. Uh, it's just about you at this point. It's not about your family. Exactly. It's about what you want. You know what I'm saying? Do you? And two, you're giving credence to idiots like Kevin Samuels, who, in my opinion, he's helped bring it down the nuclear family. Like I got it. I know you listen to him, but yeah, yeah. So no, and I got what you're saying. Like for Kevin Samuels, uh, I do listen to him, and I listen to more than just the viral clips that that you know that people listen in where he goes ham on their asses because they're the females are acting stupid. Um, but a lot of what he says is true, uh, as far as like. Women are setting themselves up for failure. Okay. I get it. The whole rise of feminism, that's what's destroyed the nuclear family. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm all about equal opportunity for everyone. Do what you want to do. But at the home, everybody has their specific roles. And that, my friends, is my opinion on what's destroyed the nuclear family. Not only that, it's destroyed what masculinity is supposed to be which in turn has now trickled down into the generations of men we have now that are by uh, effeminate okay just putting it out there effeminate when we were growing up they were effeminate now they're just or metrosexual and shit like that i get it you know do you boo boo but here's the thing it's now trickled down it's to me it has filtered into this new generation and now when i think about it i think about our military okay and this is where i was going to try to lead tie it into like it's trickled down into our military now where we have i used to have a and i still have it a mindset of what a drill sergeant looked like i had a mindset of what a soldier looked like a marine a sailor anybody in the military you know i had an idea of what they looked like right and now it's gone because it's no longer that, you know, and even to our fellow servicemen and women who switched hit for the other batting team, you know, they still maintained their uniformity. You know what I mean? They still had the pride in what they look like. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll say this, man. I do believe that. In today's society, man, with the way the cancel culture and everything is, I do believe that like everybody's tending to want to walk on eggshells mm -hmm. more and more, and they're not wanting to hurt anybody's feelings. And I think that that in itself is trickling down into what the nuclear family would be, because like, uh, man, like I was on somebody's live, and like they not to beat a dead horse. They got on me because I was like, one, I was like, hey, um, you know, Jada should have protected Will. 
in that situation. So they got on me. It's not her right. It's not her role to protect Will. I was like, yeah, but y'all not thinking about him. Before all this stuff came out, I was like, y'all not thinking about like his legacy. He's going to do this, that, and the third. I'm talking about this was the day after it happened. And I was telling them this. And I was like, she should have stopped him. Right? Her role, in my opinion, which doesn't mean shit, her role would have been like, you know what? No. You were willing to do this for me, but I have to protect you in order to protect our family. Like, I see what you were going to do, but I got to stop you from doing something crazy. And any woman, any woman in her right mind who cared about her old man would have stopped them in a heartbeat. I know my old lady would have been like, hey, puppy breaks. I appreciate what you want to do, but this ain't the time and place. You know what I'm saying? And again, I go to the uh, femini, the femini, the what the hell are they called? Feminazis, the feminism. That has destroyed the role because now they make it seem like being a traditional in a traditional marriage, you're um you're less than something. You're talking like, you're talking down to them, or like it's oh, how dare you? You're you know, you're setting those back hundreds of years. Like, uh, no, it's what I want to do. So where's the feminism or the feminist, you know, supporting the person who wants to be a traditional housewife? Yeah, Why they, do they get support? You know what they don't, and it's crazy. They really don't get support. Now you you see the ones that are support, you know, hey, hot girl summer, this, that, and the third, but there are young women out there that do just want to be a traditional, well, quote unquote, a traditional wife or you know, homemaker, whatever. And they're perfectly fine with it. And listen, that's that's their life, that's your life, that's between you and your husband. If that's what you choose to do, so do it. And here's the thing though, Hunt, going back to it, it's about you know raising your children, right? Raising them in the way that you want to raise them. So if it's raised the way that, you know, traditionally girls play with girl stuff, boys play with boy stuff, you know, if it wasn't broke, why fix it? Or why try to fix it? I don't think it's broke. I think that there's, as far as it being broke and not fixing it, I think that, you know, people just want to feel comfortable in who they are and not have to hide. And, and I'm not saying that people should have to hide and, you know, right. do this, you do that. But I, I don't think that in itself is leading to the, you know, the tearing down of the nuclear family. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I just think that, you know what, it's, it's okay to, to, to be you, mm-hmm. who you are, right? But like you said, there's just certain things that, you know, I think should happen. Once again, Man and wife, they should come together. There's no reason why they can't come together and talk out the differences. And, you know, we're, I, it, it goes both ways with the men and women. Mm-hmm. Women deserve to have their voices heard, too, in a relationship, right? right. Because guess what? they're going to be able to see shit that a man's not going to be able to see. Right. You know what I'm saying? So they deserve to have their voices heard in a relationship. It's like, hey, listen, I know you hype right now, mm-hmm. but you need to look at it this way. That's, in my, in my opinion, that's what a traditional nuclear family would be somebody that could calm me down when i'm ready to go i think that a lot of people have a misconception thinking that on that you know having a traditional marriage or traditional relationship is the man runs the show and the woman is down here no not at all i think we have a traditional marriage here kind of because she works but that's for other reasons but you know what it boils down to is she respects my word because you know and so we got a, a question from one of my friends. Yeah. He said, um, "He said, can you can we define the the nuclear makeup? What's tradition or tradition to who?" Okay, traditional nuclear family is 
a mother, a father, 2.5 kids in the home. Wait, I know what, I'll say this as far as like traditional who, like I said, um, I had a therapist and she was a, she was a Spanish lady and she was telling me, I was talking to her and I was like, you know, I feed my kids starting with my daughters first, then my youngest sons to my oldest sons. And I was like, boom, then I'll like feed, have my wife get her plate and then I'll get my plate. Mm-hmm. And my therapist was like, oh no, man, that wouldn't fly in my house. And she was like, you know, I'm Hispanic and I was always raised to that, you know, the husband needs to eat first. And I was like, um, nah, man, I, I got it. You know, my ex-wife is Guatemalan, but I'm like, nah, man, like with me, like I got that. Apparently that's, you know, the whole Hispanic culture where the man eat first, right? Yeah. That that's just our culture. So according to the great mighty Google, a traditional nuclear family consists of a married couple and their biological child or children. A child in a traditional nuclear family lives with both biological parents. If siblings are present, only full brothers and sisters, that is siblings who share the same two biological parents. That could be mm, that could be a gray area because I only have one full brother. And that's because it's my mom, my brother, Doug. But I grew up with all my mom's kids. You know, that was an extra four of them. So I'm the last of six. So, but I, either way, it's the nuclear family is mom, dad, and brothers and sisters. That's what I call it. And y'all live together in the same home. So what ended up destroying this? Again, I'll go to the feminism because it, I'm not talking about, you know, the, I think traditional households or traditional nuclear families probably get a, a crappy view because um, they say, oh, the woman's always been put down. Hey, I got to guess, uh, Lopez is DA Select. He was on here the first time. He was the one that was asking the questions, and I want to get his input, too, as well. Okay, he's, he's going to sit up, but go ahead a little bit. No, so, you know, and I think what ended up happening with that was that women, it's not that they got liberated, it's just that they, they um, I don't want to say they don't know their place, because that doesn't sound right, but they make it seem like, again, that if a person was, oh, go ahead, brother. Oh, yeah, go ahead, uh, DA. All right, so I was, I was really getting at, you know, when you're reading, and which is great that we can go to Google, and Google can tell us what Google says nuclear is, but also you got to look at that definition of traditional nuclear family is only defined by European Americans, all right, or, you know, white people. That, that, that's what that's defined as when you say nuclear, traditional nuclear family, because what happens is, if you have some black families who will say that the same thing, they lack memory of anything prior to slavery. And I'm saying prior to the transatlantic slave trade to what Africa or even tribes, native tribes here will call a nuclear family. And so the nuclear family in Africa is not the same that you're reading from that Google. A nuclear family in Africa, you're talking about communalism, tribalism that uh men uh were with men women were with women families were still functioning and even today when you have a 
transgender, so on in the home. They're saying that that is not traditional nuclear family. But I say to who? Because if you go all the way back, and even in some tribes in uh, South America will go to nuclear family, that will not define So what I'm saying, we're defining that. And so when people say, oh, that's against the nuclear family, to who? Because the nuclear family and other customs is totally different than Europeans. So I'll say then the American nuclear family. Because I don't live in South America. I don't live in Central America. And if I was to live the way that we did it back in the old country where my parents are from, that would be completely anti-feminist like and anti-feminism or trans or whatever. Because over there, it's a whole different story. Yeah. So so let's, let's, let's say... When you talked about like how it was like with you know back in the days with Africa, right? Now you're talking about like where they were um more along the lines of like what was considered traditional or even normal or social norms, would that be like um like polygamy or polygamy? Or would that be that or am I just in the different ballpark? Well, well, see, well see, but that's the thing. See, when you go back to tradition, you're talking about people who loved just at or should I say love to love you you, you want to broke it down to one person that that you submitted to whether you were a man or a woman even if you go back to the days of the pharaoh uh, there were there were female pharaohs who had different lovers there were male pharaohs who had different concubines but just yeah you but say, we're talking about that's a long long time ago but we're talking about here and now you know i mean if we're gonna we're talking about here in the now of America. Yeah, I will say this as far as like the concubine thing goes. Like we have gotten away from that as an American society because we look down on that now. As far as like having concubines and multiple, you know, partners, this, that, and the third, is always looked down upon. But look, I don't look down upon it personally. I don't because it's like that's that person's business. Like, for instance, like we can't, in, in, in America, we can't have more than one wives, right? Technically, right? You can't be married to more than one person. Polyamorous like, and shit. It, in my opinion, it, it shouldn't matter because that has nothing to do with me. With what, if you want to have two or three wives, have it. You know? Exactly. I, I have it hard enough with one. I don't want more than one. <laughs> but, but, but what I'm trying to say is, but because in our minds, we've been, I think we've been, We've been oppressed to believe that that, that that is true. Now, me, I can only I can only be with one person, but that's because my mind has been oppressed to believe that and function in that way. But but if you were natural and born in, in, in your natural self, you wouldn't know what you would do, but we're okay, we as men, we have what is driven the patriarchy drives us to our thoughts of being barbaric happen to be what we call the masculinity, which is a, a made-up word, another word that's made up in the dictionary that defines what's masculine and what's feminine. No, Webster put his name on it, and everybody believed it. That's how I look at that. So now, so what So, what, what word would you use to, to define a, a male or male traits? But, see, but, that's, but, see, but, but even when I speak to you from my definition of male traits, it all comes from the whitewash of uh, of what I've been, what I've been uh, taught to believe today. Okay, what language are you speaking right now? So, so no, I'm trying to say so. Uh, now, now, 
about two of my ancestors in books, I read would say. But when you get my answer, my answer is going to be wrapped up in white supremacy. How is that white supremacy? Because European thought white supremacy, such as the patriarchy within white supremacy, we've all been one. We've been watched to believe that the day, the day we decide to call ourselves Americans. See, I like to ask the question. People say, when did you become Americans? I, the question I ask is, when did we stop being Africans? The day that... Well, let me ask this question real quick, right? Because you talked about, like, as far as, like, uh, the male masculinity, right? Now, and, you know, the definition of that. Now, me and Lopez have talked about this, right? I think there needs to be a certain level, if you will, of this, this hyper-masculinity. And this is where I'm going with this, right? All three of us share one thing in common. We're all veterans. Yeah. You know, and... I know that there's, because I did try out for SFAS, there is a certain type of person that's going to make it. And they need that quote unquote, you know, that hyper masculinity or whatever, because those are the ones that are going to be doing the tier two and the tier one jobs. Right? It's like, it's not meant for everybody. Like I said, I really wish I'd have trained and I'd have did it. I really do. But I didn't have it in me. So would you agree that on some level, that there needs to be that quote-unquote masculinity label or whatever. Or With that said, though, Hunt, even if we want to go back to tribalism, you had your different folks that were warriors that what? were of a different type, uh, a different breed, per se. You know what I'm saying? And then you had your others that were going to be out there going fishing. But, but, but I love you just said that because there was, there was tribes in Africa of all female warriors. And no one said they were masculine. They were beautiful warriors. So that's what I'm trying to say. Why, why would a man act what we call manly supposed to be masculine energy when it just might just be energy? Because if a woman does it, they call a black woman hyper, uh, hy- uh, hy- hyper, um, you know, they always uh, try to tag the black women as uh, hyper masculine or, you know, women. They even would say even back in the day that black women had manly features. Knowing that there's an I know a lot of women of all races that have manly features. They're usually a lot of. Bo- I can't say that. He word. said he knows a lot of women in all races that have manly features. But but right, and, and you're right. But what I'm trying to say is, tribal women who were warriors were not labeled masculine. Why do we Why do we label any woman who could do what a, what a male can do on any standard? Why do we call them masculine women? So what do you think? Back to the, like the whole traditional the the topic as far as like the nuclear family. If we, what would be a suggestion that you would have to, if it's going to be moving away from the the traditional nuclear family, what would be your suggestion to what family and the community would be? What would be the name that you would call it instead of the nuclear family? No, I, I like that you say that even. Even if you kept the word nuclear, you just the, de- the definition will be a floating signifier to where you're at. Okay, so nuclear, nuclear to uh, a family to any of us that have been um, Europeanized or colonized as a colonized mind, we're going to look at nuclear family and we're going to put the definition to where we are in this world today. But see, I can't, I can't call it a colonized mind because even when I think about my people uh, before the Spaniards came. You know, they still lived in a communal, fa- they had their family. They had their spouse, the child, and the man, you know, and the man did the, the gathering, the hunting, 
and the woman did you know the the home stuff so i mean maybe in different parts of the world things were different you know but i don't think i don't see anything wrong having you know that 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 form of of a structure of a father mother kids you know and i think it's all about the you know what each person believes in Some communities. That's oh, not- that's where I wanted to go to because the nuclear family. Oh, you know what? We'll just say the traditional family has been broken, and I, as we were just talking about earlier, a lot of it has to do with the feminization or the feminism. I'm sorry. I said, you know, it cannot be broken. Like I said, it's broken in other people's understanding because it's where you're at. Would a person in tribalism or communalism in Africa still living out there by themselves that have not been touched by any type of, should I say, um, colonizer or colonization that come into their, their um, orthodox villages that still operate in certain ways? Mm-hmm. And so, How far along are they ahead in, um, in civilization, though? Their family is going to be different from ours. And so... Again, uh, that, that would be out there in Africa. I can't speak for Africa. Never been to Africa. Flown over it many times. Never been there. But, um, you know, for those communities, if that's what works for them, cool. You know, but here in the States, it's just the way things are. Okay, right. But here's the difference. They're not trying to push what family is onto anyone else to make them define it as family. Where? You don't see people from Africa trying to press on what a nuclear family is in Africa everywhere. You don't see you don't you don't see them having to fight for laws to like even if the same sex, you know, you don't see them having to fight for laws that protect them in, even in marriage. So one thing that I will say, like I, I like and this was just what I what I seen, and I hope it's not true, that they're really, you know, kind of cracking down in Africa about like, you know, same sex, you know, couples. But who's that getting pushed out from, though? Okay. Okay. How many, how, uh, wasn't there, like, a lot of uh, traditional African stuff? And I don't know, this is probably propaganda, uh, that there were, like, certain things of, like, uh, cir- the female circumcision on, on children out there in Africa as well. I mean, are those traditions we want to uphold as well? But that's what, but those traditions have been passed down. Right, but are those traditions we want to uphold? You know, however, now I'm not familiar with what you just the practice you just said, but I'm sure if that if that village and that family and they've been doing this forever and ever, that's the traditions and 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 uh, what's lived in their bloodline. Got it. So now, with that said, the traditions that we have here in this American culture, why are we going to change that if we've been doing that here now for the past three hundred years? So I think with with with, uh, with Lopez too, you know, he's mestizo. So a lot of that that he's talking about too, with you know how the mestizos were, you know, with the man, the woman, the children, that was passed down with the mestizos, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Right. Okay. So mestizo is a mixture. A mestizo is an Indian or whatever Indian and Spaniard. You know what I'm saying? That's what we are. And the reason that the mestizo came along was. 
we consider ourselves mestizos was because anybody who was Indian or, you know, say that they were Indian, they were being taken out. You know what I'm saying? So they were like, all right, I'm mestizo. Are you saying native or indigenous? Or are you using the word, when you're saying Indian, are you saying native or indigenous? Is that Yeah, Indian, Indio. Okay. So I want to make sure. Yeah, Indio, the ones that were here in, um, in Central America. The Maya, Pipil. So uh, we got to, the comes says, uh, isolated tr uh, tribes, traditions on non-colonized areas. Do you, can, you, um, can you elaborate on that a little bit? I think there's one isolated place that's never been touched by mankind, and that's over there um, in the Indian Ocean, I believe it is, that even when they try to go there, they kill anybody that comes to that island. That's the only place that's like literally untouched. I forget the name of those people. What are they called? Now you got me. I, I, I know who you're talking about. I've heard about them too. But it would be. So you think there needs to be a, like a legit, a legit study so that people nowadays, we can actually, you know, kind of get to this and, and we can normalize what everybody else sees as a traditional, quote unquote, a traditional family. So that way there is no. But, but that's the thing, though, because now all those definitions and what we call morality in America is all outlined in law. And when you have a certain a certain demographics that hold law in their hand, which is all the way to the Supreme Court, which the voting is six three, when you hold law in your hand, you're gonna have the law of the of the world, the law of the nations. I mean, you're looking at even right now, and, and I hate get I'm not trying to really get political, oh, but you're, okay. of, uh, of, you're looking at the stripping of even the voters' right act, the voters' rights act. When you're now allowed, when you're allowed, allowing gerrymandering to go on. We are allowing them to take away polls in black neighborhoods and increase the polls in white neighborhoods. And and, and where are you actually going to ticket somebody for giving someone a, a, a thing of water because they got to wait five or six hours just to vote at the one pool that is holding three counties? So, when, when you're so I think a lot of that is talking points, though, because um, from it is. What's she saying? A lot of those are like talking points. You know what I'm saying? Because there's actually different. It's all good. Um, so what I wanted to get to, though, was as far as like uh, the destruction of the nuclear family or of the traditional family, how it's affecting our military now. How, you know, um, first of all, the, it's affecting every community, especially I grew up in the hood. I grew up in South Central L.A. And so I seen what not having both parents in the home has done. I was lucky enough to have both parents at home. Okay. I have a question. When you say both parents, does both parents have to be a certain gender? I don't care about that. I'm not going to get into the little topics of he, he, she, she. I don't play that. I don't play that. Uh, so whatever whatever floats your boat. How about that? So two parents are good, right? Be it male, 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 female, right? If that's what floats your boat, in my opinion, male, female, because they're the ones that can make a child. But we're not going to get that specific because I don't want to get you a cats on TikTok again. Right. Yeah, because I have a lot of people that, that love to try to ban me for whatever reason. So I'm just going to say, let, let's go with that um, studies in what we call the, the, the way of thought here in the United States. Yes, studies have said that two parents in the household. I'm not going to care what gender, but two parents in the household have been a lot healthier and a lot more functional 
for those families. Mm-hmm. But a lot of that function comes from stabilized economical growth in those families. Because if, 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 if you have two parents in the household who both have a job, they're going to have stabilized growth in those families. And those studies are saying that those families tend to be more healthy than others. So really it's economical, economically, economical liberated families. But see, I think that it's, you know, regardless of what gender it is, right? If one person, if one parent, you know, works and is the provider and the other parent is there, you know, and I and I don't know if this is because like I just go to my mom, my grandma, my grandpa mm-hmm. in the house, right? So, but I would see that and be like, you know, I would want for me without, you know, anything else, I was like, for me, for L. Hunt, I would want to be, you know, the one that traditionally worked. I was doing military, whatever, besides the point, but I would want to do that. And I wouldn't mind personally if, you know, my wife would stay home and she wanted to, you know, do that. But if she wanted to work, that's fine and dandy too. You know so what I'm saying? Here's the thing, though. A, a lot of the fucking parents or a lot of those households, what's missing is the father figure. Okay? The father figure. The man of the house. All right. Now you said you had your grandfather there, right? Mm-hmm. So you had a father figure. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So a lot of these folks where I grew up at, um, and now as far as the social economic shit, all right. So what has caused people not to go to work? And don't tell me that there ain't no jobs. There's a lot of jobs out there. It's become the dependency on government assistance. Because you know what? My people came from down south and they had no problem going out there and hustling their ass. I'll tell you what, you'll find an American begging for money at the end of the freeway. But you'll find a brown fool from down south of the border hustling, trying to sell oranges, trying to sell flowers, trying to sell candy. He will not be begging. He will be trying to make a dollar. By now, I'm say this. If we're going to that I, I do see, you know, a lot of the Spanish people working. But if we're going to go with this statistic-wise, according to the statistics, mm-hmm. there's a lot of pale people that are receiving government yeah, assistance. there are. Have you ever been to Appalachia? Yeah. Of course. <laughs> okay. the, they're the majority of the, uh, uh, of the country. I want to throw out the whole uh, stigmatism on who accepted what. For long periods of times and got on because you can't compare when you say you, know, you said hey i see my you know my people which respect your people who have come here and have carved out their way in america and have made it and done great either way they started out in orangefield or rather they had kids uh, selling gum uh, at the border, regardless of what they, they, they made, they came over and they made. Gotcha, pimp. All right, and we're gonna go ahead and take a pause here on that topic. So far, it's been a good one. I hope y'all enjoyed this 200 episode. Man, I've been. Hey, guys, my ancestors built everything that your ancestors are now coming to get made the American drink. No, like I said, no disrespect to it, but my ancestors worked tobacco fields, rice fields. Cotton fields and grew the, grew the, grew the. Hey, hey, I, I, I gotta go. I gotta go. I, I got it. All right, too easy, brother. And go ahead and call. Go ahead and dip out, bro. Go ahead and hang up. Oh.
Hey. They were. Hey. They were always told they could only get the bottom yeah. jobs and be happy oh. to get the bottom. Hey. They know they fuck. Hey. They know that we should be this. Just end it, dog. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I got to go. I've been getting calls left and right, man. It, it's my son. He's calling me. Uh, we can continue to slave, but my son's been calling me. I got to go. All right, y'all take it easy. All right, dog, you be easy, dog. All right, and with that being said, uh, Lee Hunt, I'll talk to you later, dog. You know where to reach out to me. All right, no problem. For sure. So, everybody, uh, that was a, a fun conversation. Um, honestly, it, uh, whew, it was definitely a good one. Um, I don't know, should I put this at the end or put it in the front? So anyways, um, I hope y'all were able to hear that combo. So Haas, back to the question originally, I'm going to have to pause this one, damn it. So yeah, as you can see, it got uh, cut out abruptly um, because um, Hunt had a call come in. It was through his TikTok. So we try to do this, you know, get the TikTok so we could get go ahead and um, get some interaction going with everyone else. So um, we'll let y'all know when we do that again so we can get more interaction with you all. It was definitely something different. Um, let me know what y'all think, man. Uh, hit us up. Comments, DMs over at on the gunline at gmail.com. Check us out on the socials, man. Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Just look up on the gunline.com. It has links there. To the socials all right also to the merch store if you're looking for some merch if you like the t-shirts that's how um you know just a side hustle i guess you could say anyways i hope y'all enjoyed that i'll catch y'all here on the gun line on the midweek memo with that said rounds complete intermission gun line out happy 200th y'all bye motherfuckers